Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamin Sports. We take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Hope blinds the truth. You know, every analyst has a board where they talk about their topics or put their topics together, what they want to discuss for the week and for the future. But what I've noticed is that they keep talking about the same stories. The same stories keep coming out. LeBron James. I understand LeBron James is an all-time great player, but can we talk about something else? Can we talk about how the fact that the Lakers slumped this season and it wasn't all LeBron James' fault, essentially? Can we talk about how Rob Palenka should be fired? Can we talk about how every, I mean, every person in the front office of the Lakers don't know what they're doing? Can we talk about the fact that the Lakers are hiring coaches and asking them how can they really establish Russ into the offense? Can we really talk about how the Lakers are taking advice from Phil Jackson? He's not even on payroll. But the first thing that comes out of Phil Jackson's mouth is Trey LeBron James. What do I know? I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. Can we talk about the fact that everybody keeps talking about Tom Brady and now it's being speculated that Drew Brees is coming back when Drew Brees' arm was shot? Meaning his arm could be, it was like uh, Peyton Manning's arm. He couldn't throw the bar deep. Everything was short and underneath, and he had to put in tight windows. It's a reason why you got up out of there, Drew. Your arm don't got it no more. And that's fine, yo. You got to move away from the game. But once again, every in a, every network that involves sports want to hire athletes, and these guys just keep leaving you in the dirt. Who's to say when Tom Brady's done playing, he'll set, he'll do an analyst for a year and then come back and say, I want to play NFL. That's a waste of money. Jason Witten, Jason Witten done it. That's a waste of money. There's a lot of journal, journalists out here that would love to be a sports analyst that know more about the game of sports than some of these people, you so-called athletes, talking about sports. That's why so many athletes go to podcasts is because they state in their opinions better than they can state facts. And then sometimes they try to transition over to different sports, and then it don't sound right because they're hoping that it'll lead them to the truth. And the truth is really is they can't really do it because they don't perfect their craft. They think this is easy doing this and that. Shannon Sharp has to put the work. Deion Sanders had to put in the work. Troy Aikman got put in the work. Tony Romo put in the work. Uh, Michael Irvin putting over guys that's been in, in the league that's been at top tier at one point have to put in the work. But you hear guys like Ocho, you hear guys like Shady McCoy, you hear guys like Channing on the pirate. I, I don't know what it is, pilot. Then you hear guys like that or Brandon Marshall talking about basketball, and he don't even know that majority of the players get guaranteed contracts. Like, what are we saying here? Know what you're talking about first. But anyway, let's get back to it. Then people speak on what they don't know. You saying Chris Paul not a top 10 point guard of all time. He's over Jason Kidd. He's over Steve Nash. The only reason why Steve Nash is in front of him because Steve Nash got back-to-back MVPs. But he, I mean, teams did Steve Nash lead to the uh, playoff, I mean, to the uh, NBA Finals? Uh, yeah, 
I mean, he's in the Western Conference, so but Chris Paul is better than him, and Chris Paul is going to surpass his numbers. Chris Paul, I think right now, I believe right now, is has 20,000 uh, 20, points and 10,000 assists. Like, come on now. Every team Chris Paul went to, he led, he led them to the playoffs. The Hornets, playoffs. The Rockets, playoffs. And the Clippers, playoffs. And now the Suns, playoffs. Even though he came up short because, you know, injuries robbed him and he just played bad, I'll give Chris Paul the criticism that he deserves. But I won't bash him because he's still a great player. He's still all defensive team, Pat Bad. He's a better player than you, bro. It's just that simple. You still holding on to a grudge back in high school uh, camp workouts. But did you get better? Because Chris Paul got better. Sometimes you got to let the pass go, bro. And then analysts want to use opinions, but don't back it up with real facts. Every analyst know should know that the Suns were led by a 37-year-old and not by Devin Booker, who they say is the next Kobe Bryant. When Shaq was out, Kobe stepped up and got past, I think it was the, um, I forgot what team it was, but Kobe got past them. When Shaq wasn't playing, Kobe's scoring went up. And yeah, they kind of collided. But Shaq knew Kobe was on the rise and he was on the way out. They said, so why don't we get these championships rolling? And they made it to the finals. And yeah, unfortunately, they lost. But each one took something from the other. And by Shaq leaving the Lakers, Kobe was motivated to lead his team to the championship. Can we say the same thing for the Suns? As of right now, we can't. Because Devin Booker has came up short. DeAndre Aiden has come up short. And um, I forgot his name, the defensive, uh, the second voting for defensive player of the year. Michael, I forgot his name. But he, um, all of them been coming up short. And I keep telling people, y'all keep saying the Mavs is this, did that to the Suns. The Suns didn't have no legit scores. They didn't come to the party with Chris Paul. And then when Chris Paul was on dance floor by himself, when it was supposed to be a group dance, he looked embarrassing out there because he made so many mistakes and nobody came to help him. But we can criticize Chris Paul. Let's start criticizing Devin Booker. DeAndre Ayer won money, but he acting like he don't want no money. Let me tell you something, DeAndre Ayer. You're a top-tier big man as far as talent, but you don't play like it. If money's on the line, I'm tr- I'm, I'm telling you, Great players show up at big moments. You didn't show up. Shaq was rooting for you. Shaq was rooting for you since you was at uh, Arizona. Shaq was telling us how you're going to change the league and how you're going to change the game and how you can play in this, you know, this style of basketball. But you ain't show up. And if I was the Suns, I wouldn't give you a dime. I'd trade you. Get some picks back and put Javale McGee in the starting lineup and get as much as I can from him while he's still in good shape. But then analysts also say this, that James Harden, Javale B is the next Kobe and Shaq. What? People don't realize, people don't realize that Kobe was a top-tier defender 
He didn't shy away from the spotlight. James Harden has shied away from the spotlight multiple times. Multiple times. When it was in, uh, I think it was, uh, they played against the Spurs. He could have stepped up. When Chris Paul went down with a hamstring against the Golden State Warriors, he should have stepped up. When Joel, Joel B wasn't playing, he should have stepped up. And another thing, Joel B, yes, he was dominant for the regular season, but in a little bit for the um, the postseason. Shaq was dominant in the regular season, and he annihilated his opponents in the, in the postseason. So there's no comparison, and we need to stop that right then and there. I'm glad Shaq said, y'all said this was a comparison. No way. James Harden don't play no defense. James Harden comes out of shape. James Harden hold franchises underwater and strangle them. Kobe don't do that. The Lakers love Kobe so much that money, whatever he asked for, they gave to him. Because they know every night Kobe's going to give him their all. The man in his last game, James Harden, he dropped 60. I don't care if it was against the Utah Jazz or the, the Cleveland Browns. He gave his all. I haven't seen you give your all since you left Houston. Make it make sense. You had one good game in this postseason. One good game. There's only been two players that stand out in the 76ers. That's Tyron Maxey and Joel Embiid. Everybody else is washed. And then we want to blame Doc Rivers for the shortcomings of the the um the 76ers, but not know that Doc Rivers had made Joel Embiid play some of his best basketball in his career and helped Tyron Maxey come along the way. Made Tobias Harris play a little bit more consistent. But James Harden talking about he don't like Doc Rivers. But Daryl Moy going to keep Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers going to be the scapegoat. A lot of people don't know that because James Harden wants uh, Mike D'Antoni. But once again, Mike D'Antoni's offenses don't really perceive on the defensive end. So you, now you take away defense for more offense and then you're going to look like the Brooklyn Nets. But what do I know? Lying with the truth in your face. A lot of analysts saying that Jimmy Butler isn't a superstar. But since he's been in Miami, he has changed life on and off the court. Because he brings that old school mentality that Pat Riley likes of I'm going to do everything I need to do for this team in order for us to succeed. And like they talked about yesterday, when Jimmy Butler's in the playoffs, his points go up, his rebounds go up, his defense percentage goes up, his assist total goes up. And Jimmy Butler takes on the challenge of the best player. He might have a hard time, but he makes it even harder for the player that he's guarding. I haven't seen Giannis do that. When KD was scoring last year, in the East, I think it was the Eastern Conference Finals. Where was Giannis? Oh, that's right. He wasn't playing on defense. But everybody say Giannis is a top-tier defender. No, Giannis is a top-tier help defender, not an on-ball defender. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic don't even try to play defense because he knows it's barbecue chicken. KD. I haven't seen KD play on-ball defense since he left Golden State. 
KD don't play defense either. He's not escaping this. James Harden is another one. He don't play defense. I haven't seen James Harden play defense since he's been in the league. But at least Steph Curry tries to play defense. At least LeBron James tries to play defense. At least Jason Tatum is starting to become a nice two-way defender because he's buying into what the Celtics is doing. Speaking of Steph Curry, this is the best I've seen Steph Curry play defense in the postseason. Steph Curry is giving max effort. Yeah, he get exposed here and there, but if you watch the game, uh, the first game of the playoffs, he he had a block, then he had some steals. Then you seen him play against the Mavs. He had some steals. He had a block. He joined the block party with Draymond. Um, those who was invited, I guess everybody else wasn't enough room. But Jimmy Butler not a superstar. Jimmy Butler doesn't have the superstar doesn't always have to score a lot of points if it's not needed. A superstar has to do everything for the team. He can score. He can play defense. He can rebound. He can facilitate. When a game is on the line, they give Jimmy Butler the ball, and Jimmy Butler show up in big moments. Just like Giannis, just like LeBron James, just like KD, just like Joel Embiid, just like others. But Jimmy Butler ain't a superstar. They ain't not. They ain't anything out there a superstar has done that Jimmy Butler hasn't done besides winning the championship and the MVP. Jimmy Butler has taken the heat to the finals, and he's probably going to do it again. So we just going to say Jimmy Butler's not a superstar anymore? Yeah, that's hogwash. But these analysts know so much. They've been in certain situations. But the, when lying and the truth is in their face, it's crazy. <sighs> Don't let the haters and bitterness cloud your judgment. Just like when they talk about superstars. Jimmy Butler is a superstar. But Pat Bev, let go what you have with CP3. Why are you beefing about CP3? CP3 resume is 10 times better than yours. His career is 10 times better than yours. Yeah, you had a, a scrappy career where you had to scrap and travel all over the world to get a contract from Houston. But at the same time, Pat Bev, a lot of players do that and don't make it. You've made it. Why haven't you grown and gotten past that? I understand you need that to put a chip on your shoulder, but there are other chips on your shoulder. You could be evolving your game at a high level, but instead you want to diminish a guy who's going to the Hall of Fame without a doubt, who's going to be a top five point guard in NBA history. Without a doubt. But mm, betterness, man, hatred, clouds judgment. Then we got Skip Bayless versus LeBron James. Come on, Skip. Yeah, he'll never be on the level of Michael Jordan. We all know that because uh, Michael Jordan changed life for the NBA and overseas. A lot of people don't know that. With that dream team, his career, his likeness, his aura changed. He's global now. Not everybody want to tune in. Everybody want to buy Jordans. Everybody want to wear 23. 
LeBron James is that product of what Michael Jordan did. But at the same time, Skip, you got to respect what LeBron James is doing. Every team LeBron James has been on, he's won the championship. When he was on the Cavs, the second time, he's won the championship. When he was in Miami, he won, a champ he won two championships. Coming to L.A., he brought a championship. Three one championship on three different teams. That has never been done before. And then his numbers are a combination of greatness and longevity. We have never seen a player play at a high level like LeBron James in NBA history for this long. Game got to recognize game, Skip Bayless, and LeBron James got game. Skip Bayless, you keep talking about Steph Curry been coming up short in the postseason, but forgot his first championship run. He was the best player. He was the dominant piece in those series. He showed the world that he was that dude. But because everybody thought Andre Iguodala deserved it because he guarded LeBron James when he really didn't, LeBron James still averaged 40. He still did. He still averaged 40 in his sleep. I thought Steph Curry should have got the finals MVP that run. But Skip, but Skip Bills keep talking about his arrogance, this, his arrogance, that. Skip, do you know when you win, it builds confidence? So with confidence, there's arrogance. Sometimes with winning, it builds you, make you even humbler because you know you can never get here ever again. But the words are taking full advantage of what they have. But you want to keep talking about, oh, they're not that good, this, they're not that good, that. Come on now. Steph Curry is one of the greatest players in NBA history. He's a top 75 player. He's probably going to be a top 100 player. He's probably going to be a top 150 player. Right, make it make sense. If the NBA was to really do a Hall of Fame, Steph Curry would be in the Hall of Fame without a doubt. LeBron James would be in the Hall of Fame without a doubt. Chris Paul would be in the Hall of Fame without a doubt. But you gotta let this go, Skip. Your guy Michael Jordan was arrogant. When you win it, you can be arrogant. Can't nobody tell you nothing. You've been where other players haven't been. You've been where players are trying to get to. Your career is where players want it to be. Nobody's gonna ever break Steph Curry's record unless they introduce a four-point play. Just like nobody's ever gonna break John Stockton's record in steals and in assists. Just like nobody's ever going to score over 55 points or 100 points in a game unless they just let him do what he do. Steph's resume speaks volume about him. And if he wins this championship or when he wins this championship and he gets finals MVP, Skip, you can't say nothing. You can't keep him out. Well, right now he's in the top five of point guards. You can't keep him out. How are you going to keep him out? He can't. His res he will have be a four-time champion, finals MVP, two-time MVP, two-time scoring champion, assist leader, all the three-point records with the title greatest shooter of all time. There's nothing you can say. And then A B. Get your life together, y'all. Maybe you need to take a break from the NFL. I understand you standing up for what you believe in, but yo, you're making it hard for yourself. For any team to trust you. I was one of those people that 
rooted for you. But you out here making a whole fool of yourself. How everybody, now you're losing your support system. Why you turn down another black man because you're not where you want to be in life? Talking about cap this, cap ain't cap fake. Oh, for real? Because he's not in the hood anymore? Let me tell you something, A.B. A lot of, a lot of people not in the hood no more. Because you know why? Because their own hoods be killing them. Maybe you should think before you speak and just keep it football because you don't know what you're talking about. And then, you like, if I was you, I would get my life in order. I'm not saying you need counsel. I'm not saying you need help. I'm saying you need to get things in order. Is football what you really want to do? Then get it together. But for all you haters out there, remember this. Times are changing. The game is evolving. Things can't stay the same forever. Meaning, get with the program or get left behind. I want to thank God, family, and the Vitamin Sports family. I'm coming out with bangers each and every day. Next, uh, tomorrow, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm coming with that fire. Because I'm tired of y'all keep coming for staff. So, I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and this is Vitamin Sports. See ya.